welcome to another episode on my little podcast, Do What You Love. I forgot my intro completely. I'm extremely tired right now. I literally just woke up and I'm about to start getting ready for going to see a little family baby. But I had this idea last night to talk about my specific eating habits. So those people who know me in real life and personally know that I'm extremely picky with what I eat. It's just weird. Um, like I won't eat something because of how it looks, I won't eat something because of how it smells, or like if I just genuinely don't want to eat something because I don't feel like I can eat it, I won't eat it. And this is something that has been bothering me for years now. This has been bothering me and those around me, and it's a very difficult thing to go through because it means that sometimes I will go hungry. So. I haven't got like a diagnosis for anything specific, so I can't really say like, oh I have this thing or this thing or that thing, because I don't, like, I don't have a diagnosis, so obviously I don't have that, whatever it is, so I can't really say anything for sure. I have had my suspicions in the past of it being selective eating disorder, or um, A-F-R-I-D. I think that's what it spells out anyways. Give me a second, I'm just gotta reach something. <laughs> Yink. So basically, I just wanna chat about like when this started and like what it's like for me now, my recent um, occurrences and confrontations with it. So it started when I was around like three years old, I believe. I used to be able to eat literally anything. Like I wouldn't be scared at all. I would be perfectly fine with eating literally anything that was put on a plate for me. But then eventually I just started getting a bit more picky with what I was eating and like if I didn't like how something looked I would not put it in my system because I'd be scared to. So I would refuse food and I would basically go hungry for the rest of the day or until my next meal I would go hungry because Obviously, if I couldn't eat that, I couldn't eat anything else. That's how it works when you're a kid. So, I learned to live with it for a lot of years. Um, currently, as you probably know if you've seen my podcast before, I'm 14, so I have been living with it for around 11 years, I'd say. And it's something that has encountered me in like primary school and stuff like that. There was one specific incident with the fish fingers. I wouldn't eat fish fingers at home because I didn't like the ones at home, but I loved the ones at school. And my parents always used to ask me why I ate the ones at school and didn't eat the ones at home. And I said, because the school ones are different. And they said, the fish fingers, how can they be any different with the same exact food? And I was saying, but they're not. They're a bit different. And they said, what makes them different? And I said, I looked on the inside and it's pink. And they said, oh, it must be salmon then. It must be salmon fish fingers. So they got salmon fish fingers for me and I still wouldn't eat them. Because it went from school. So I was unfamiliar with it. And even recently I had an issue at Disneyland. Yeah, Disneyland of all places, I had a panic attack. Um, where we were at Buffalo Bills. And obviously if you've ever been there, they don't give you a menu choice. Like you eat what they've given you. So I wouldn't eat the starter because it looked disgusting in my opinion even though it was like something similar to a curry and I don't like curry personally I've never tried curry but I just know in my bones that I don't like it 
and I was just kind of looking at it for ages and people were saying like aren't you going to eat it and I said nope and they said why and I said it doesn't look right then later on the main course came and even though it had chicken on there and I love chicken I won't eat it because it didn't look right and then they said well it has potatoes on there so you like potatoes you know you've had those kinds before I took one little taste of it with my tongue and there was some grease or something over the top of it that to me just wasn't right so I wouldn't eat it and eventually people started trying to get me to eat it so they were saying like if you don't eat this you're not eating anything for the rest of the day bear in mind it was like five o'clock in the afternoon so not eating anything else for the rest of the day was a scary thought for me and my mind immediately went to oh I'm gonna starve it's official and then I started panicking and eventually said I can't do this anymore and I ran out the room <laughs> I ran out of the entire show and went to sit in the corridor and just cried and it took them like 10 minutes to find me and then eventually it was fine after they had just like a normal conversation with me I have had multiple run-ins like that where it's just been so awful that I've had to run out the room and that's something that's happened on, multi on a multitude of occasions and I've never really been able to stop it. People around me just think of it as being a picky eater and something I'll get over but if I would have been able to get over it then I would have done that by now. So currently I still don't know what it is but I know that it's not me being just a picky eater otherwise then I would have gotten over it by the age of like six. So it's very hard for me to go through personally if anybody listening to this can relate to it then obviously can you tell me what it might be because <laughs> i still don't know i haven't been to see a doctor about it or anything so my parents don't think it's a big deal i and if my parents don't think it's a big deal i won't think it's a big deal so i won't go um you know everything that i've had in the past i've managed to get over so i should be able to get over this right um, and that's me genuinely asking a question, that isn't like sarcasm or anything, that is me genuinely asking a question. I've had this kind of thing for so long now that I've just kind of learnt to live with it. And whenever one of these little mini panic attacks happen, I just tend to go with it. And like, I just chill and wait for it to side over. Eventually I'll end up telling somebody new about how long I've had it and all that kind of thing because there'll always be somebody new present. So nearly everyone around me knows about this, including my girlfriend. Um, with my ex-boyfriend, I went to his house once to have dinner. And this mum said to me, we're having curry, do you like curry? And I said, nope. She said, what do you like? And I said, not many things. And she just said, you're gonna starve, little girl. You're gonna starve. And that's stuck in my head ever since, and it scares me obviously I can't help it I can't help whatever is going on in my conscience because it is a full-on thing to do with my conscience with food it's nothing to do with oh I'm just being picky or I'm just being a brat it's something genuinely to do with my conscience and what I think of specific foods and it's annoying because obviously people say to me you can help it 
you know, because it's just going on in your head. So if you just stop it from going on in your head, you can stop it from going on at all. And they say, well, it's not that easy. It's definitely not that easy. Because if it was, I would have gotten over it by now. When I was in my old school, the only thing that they had that I liked there were cookies, donuts, and pizza. You know, have, and I could only have pizza every now and then because the queues are so damn long. So every single day I'd have like a donut and a cookie with like a milkshake and I'd end up getting a bit bigger. Currently now I'm okay with my body, but back then I wasn't. I hated my body. How much my stomach would stick out because of the stuff I was eating. Eventually I went into not eating or trying my best to not eat as much because I didn't want to get fat. So this kind of thing can lead to a lot of different things going on psychologically and all that stuff and I wouldn't really know exactly what it was. It was only last night when I researched, you know, I'm scared of specific foods. Is there like a diagnosis for this? And I looked it up and they said selective eating disorder. And I went on to a specific website that we have called Childline and I was just talking to this counsellor online seeing what she thought and she obviously doesn't have the power to give me a diagnosis because it's only childline. It's only like a thing where you can talk to someone and you can't get a diagnosis. But she said that she recommends me going to the hospital. Well, not the hospital, but go, going to see a doctor about it. And I immediately said like, well, my parents don't think it's a big deal. So instantly I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, and it's just confusing for me. <laughs> Like, a lot of situations get very confusing for me really, really fast. Especially ones to do with myself and food. Because if somebody asks me, like, when did this start? I say around three and they say, don't you think it could just be like this childhood thing? And I said, well, children don't have panic attacks when they don't want to eat specific foods. Sure, they throw a tantrum a little bit, but they don't full and freak out and hyperventilate <laughs> and need, like, a paper bag. And I guess people just take that into account a little bit about how serious this can get for me because it means that I can go hours without eating when I should have eaten. So it's, a, it's kind of a serious thing for me to go through and it's something I kind of just have to live with. And if I don't like it, I can't change it, you know? If, they don't, if a place doesn't have something on the menu that I don't like, I won't try something new. Even if I haven't tried one thing on the menu, if I don't like the look of it, I won't eat it. So I'll watch somebody else eat and like maybe steal one chip, but then I won't want to eat anything else because I'm scared. I remember one time we were having chips, I can't remember where it was, but my mum handed me one of her chips and it had a little bit of mushy pea residue on it and it wasn't even that much. like come to think of it it was only like a little speck and I still wouldn't eat it and I felt freaked out because she was saying to me like Abby why can't you just eat it like when you're being a big baby about this now now I'm freaking out thinking like oh god I'm gonna go hungry if I don't have this chip now I'm freaking out I managed to hold back a panic attack that time because I was around my parents and my parents hate it when I go through that kind of thing so I kind of just went to live with it for like a couple hours and then eventually after that we went and got like a chocolate bar with some Ribena. <laughs> and
And also I don't like coffee as well, so whenever I need to wake up really, really fast, I can't have coffee, like other people do. So if I need to wake up really, really fast, I tend to just spray myself in the face with water or something. Um, that's what I was doing earlier, if you could hear like a spray bottle going off. That was me spraying myself in the face with water to get myself prepared to do my makeup. So, I've found ways around these kinds of things, but obviously the spray bottle of water is only a temporary thing. I don't even like fizzy drinks, so I can't get caffeine that way. <laughs> so if that's what you were thinking, sorry there's no roots out of that one. Um, if you give me a list of foods, I can guarantee that over 50% of them I will say that I have not tried but I know I don't like them. Because even though I haven't ever tried it in my entire life and probably never will, I just know in my gut that I don't like it. And I used to think of this as like my little superpower <laughs> to stop myself from getting poisoned. But that was just like little 10 year old Abby being 10 year old Abby. And it's just kind of like a weird thing for me. And I don't really know how to explain it, but I just want anybody like out there who's gone through something similar to know that you're not alone and that this is kind of a serious problem and you should probably get help for it. Personally, I'm not for now because I've been able to find my way around it because this kind of thing hasn't affected my diet in a way of making it unhealthy. This is because my diet is actually very healthy with what I eat. I eat like the same thing every day, but it's a big selection of what good foods can be put together. So it's not that big of a deal for me, I suppose, but it is a big deal for a lot of people. And it's not really taken as seriously as it should be, because people just see it as like, oh, the princess can't get what food she wants. But in reality, it's a lot, lot more than that. It's more of a, if we don't get the food that we want, we have a high chance of just having a full-fledged panic attack. And it's kind of like a difficult thing for people to understand because they're like wait why is it like this why can't it why can't you just like be a little less petty about it they say it's not us being petty we're just trying to find our way through it because <laughs> to us trying new foods well to people like me trying new foods is a scary thought it is one of the scariest things i could possibly do Like, you'd get me on the Tower of Terror in Disneyland before you would get me to try a new food. And, you know, if someone said go on the Tower of Terror or try a new food, I'd go on the Tower of Terror even though I'm completely terrified of that ride. And that's kind of how it's been throughout my entire life. If you were to give me a choice to jump off a cliff onto a trampoline or to try a new food, jump off a cliff onto a trampoline would be my option because I hate trying new foods, it's terrifying for me. It's scarier than the movie Veronica, and I'm terrified of that movie, and that's the movie me of all people, who loves horror movies, and that movie is scary. <laughs> and I've always had to live with this, this isn't like a newfound thing. my mama shouting me to start getting ready even though I'm already halfway through <laughs> so yeah that's that's basically me just talking about my little eating habits and what comes with them 
and how I kind of get over it and everything like that. Um, that I'm still working on it as well. I want everyone to know that I'm still working on it. This isn't like something I've instantly gotten over. No, 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 not by a long shot. I am still kind of a chicken about it. So I hope you all enjoyed this little podcast episode and please favourite my podcast if this is the first one you've heard from me and you've liked it because it shows a lot of support and it actually keeps me very motivated to do more podcasts about specific things to do with my kind of mental state and other people's mental state. So yeah, if you like this, please favourite my podcast and also I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening and I'm super tired.